This episode of Stuck in the 80s has been brought to you by... I am the monarch of the sea. The 80s Cruise. Find out more at the80scruise.com. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody wang chung tonight. The movies. Yes! 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 Oh! 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 I'll have what she's having. And the parties. No one in my family ever drinks. That's great. You probably never run out of ice your whole life. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Stuck in the 80s, it's your host Steve Spears, and today we're still not quite finished with movie sidekick madness. It never, never ends. There is no end zone. You never cross the goal line, spike the ball, and do your touchdown dance. Never. With me today, two co hosts. We're back to having a threesome. Uh. Let's welcome back Brad in LA. Spearsy, we've moved from March Madness into, uh, I think we're moving into April Angst. Yeah, definitely. Then I towards uh, Morose May. Morose May. It'll definitely be. If I'm involved, <laughs> it will definitely be Morose May. Oh, uh, I mean, I love this. I love this tournament, but oh my gosh, are we still doing it? We got to finish this before before April's we over. We got to button uh, this thing up. We do. We do. And here to help us button it up, joining us for the first time ever, soon to be the star of the hair metal episode of Stuck in the 80s, it's Dave Dirt. How you doing? Ah, how long ago was it that we promised you that you could come on and, and host a, a hair metal episode? I'm pretty sure Nixon was still in office. Oh, yes. house <laughs> that's that's tough too because that's before the '80s actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was into Molly Crew, and has it been a year? It's been a year, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think about a year. Oh my God, we're so I think sorry. It was right at a year, actually, we're bad people. If you haven't figured that uh, out yet, it, the trouble is we get we always get distracted by some. Something we didn't expect, like, oh, suddenly we got these interviews that we didn't expect to be coming, or suddenly Brad is vacationing for three months in London. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I, were, it was all I could do to afford a week in London. So you, you just got back from London then? Uh, yeah, we were there for about 10 days, London and the surrounding countryside. That was a great trip. 10 days. That's a long time. But yeah, I, I mean, it was fun. Did you do anything 80s-ish while you were there? You know, I tried to find... My son actually wanted to go uh, used record UCD shopping, and I couldn't really find, like, like this is the place to go in London, and we kind of ran out of time. So um, I did post on the Facebook page. I did see while we were at the British Museum, there was an exhibit on clocks and watches, which I found fascinating because I'm an engineer and a dork. Uh, but they had, <laughs> uh, as part of the exhibit, they had a swatch. Oh, that's nice. So I did take a picture of the swatch. And was it brightly colored? It was. Did it have a guard on the on the face? It did not have a swatch guard. Ooh. Shocking. Who here had a swatch in the 80s? I have a swatch now. <laughs> I do. I'll post, I'll post a picture. I got it for my birthday one year. It's uh, automatic. It has an auto winder mechanism in it. It's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I, 
I can't remember the last time I owned one. I know I did back then. Actually, funny story about that watch. I needed a new strap for it. I took it into the Swatch store in the mall here. They still have Swatch stores, which kind of blows my mind. Yeah. And the guy, wow. I handed it to the guy, and I'm like, I need a strap for this. And he got this like, oh, what is this? This is a late 90s auto winder. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen one of these. I'm like... <laughs> You know, could you make me feel any older, dude? Just put a strap on that thing. And he's like calling his manager over. Look at this. Have you ever seen one of these? Swatch people are are crazy. I mean, they're fanatical about their swatches. And so, yeah, I'm not surprised you got that kind of reaction. It was funny. They did put a strap on it for me, though. Well, let's get to know Dave a little bit better here now. Dave, where do you live? I am in St. Louis. St. Louis. Oh, interesting. Kids, you notice who on this flight? So just uh, make us appreciate what we have. Roll them up. Um, and what years were you in high school? I was in high school from uh, eighty-seven to ninety-one. Oh, okay. okay. So you're just you're a little younger than us, then. That's cool. Yep. Lucky you. Did you go to high school in, in Missouri? Uh, way down in southwest Missouri, down around about an hour and a half southwest of Springfield, right on the Arkansas line, about an hour west of Branson. Nice. How did you come across stuck in the eighties? You know, I, I was uh, Googling something 80s central because I am, like all of us, an 80s dork. And uh, I, I can't even remember, honestly, what it was. But somehow, uh, uh, I can't remember if it was the blog or, or the uh, podcast that came up. And I just, I honestly never listened to a podcast at all before then. And had a new iPhone and all that kind of good stuff. And so I downloaded it and, and listened to it. And I was just immediately, I was like, okay. I, I think it was one of Brad's early ones. Oh wow! And so I'm, I I'm really sorry one. about that, Dave. <laughs> oh wow! So I can't listen to those. So only in the last couple of years, then. Cool. Right? Yeah, it's been less than two years, and then I started. I went backwards from then, like uh, I don't know, probably about six or seven episodes while I was doing yard work for a couple of days, and yeah. and after that, I was like, okay, I gotta just start over from the beginning. Oh, yeah, that was my question. Did you go back? And because I'm I'm that kind of guy that has to do that. You know, it's like, oh, I'm this is. Good. Oh yeah. Oh, I should listen to all of them. I've listened to every single one of them except for the Purple Rain one, which I haven't been able to find. Oh, you want, uh, you know, you, you want a copy, Dave? I'll hook you up. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's inbound your location. You know what? Actually, uh, it's, everybody always says how horrible the Halloween one was. I loved the Halloween episode. <laughs> it was just so much fun. <laughs> Sean booted like about 30 minutes after we finished recording that. Oh, I think I booted about 30 minutes after Purple Rain. Uh, yeah, you, you're not sounding good. I'll tell you that. Oh my god! Well, for for the first 45 minutes, I was okay though, wasn't I? Oh sure, yeah. Less. It's it's the landing that kills you. It's not the bad <laughs> flying. Maybe we could just edit that thing and re- release it. You know, I don't know. It just it, I don't want to release it though. I mean, it has it had Vegas girlfriend on it and all right. that kind of stuff. It's not so favorite episode. I would say probably ACDC versus GNR because, uh, you know, the, two of my favorite bands anyway. And plus, obviously, the uh, famous Mama No story. <laughs> Is that where the Mama No story started? Uh, yeah, yes. because. Oh, my uh, gosh. Oh, because the of the ACDC f- story. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Bon Scott mm-hmm. versus uh, Brian, you know. Gotcha. Uh, with a little drip of blood on the, on the sweater. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> He tells that story to everyone, and, and remarkably, the details do not change. I mean, it must. I, I well, believe it's, on it to a, be. it's like on a tape in his head. <laughs> you have stories like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, and he's got the Duran Duran story like that too. But right. I wait, wait. He knows Duran Duran. Always dance with your daughters. <laughs> he interviewed them on top of the Sony Tower. I hadn't heard that. Oh God, he has a story <laughs> that tells where he's on top of Sony Tower, and you don't want to hear it. Dave, are you are you having a go at Steve? Oh. <laughs> 
completely facetious, yes. Okay. <laughs> Never know. I knew I liked you, Dave. My brain's a little foggy still. So <laughs> we'll talk about the metal show after the commercial break. It's time to get down to business. We are at round four and round five of Movie Sidekick Madness. And for those who haven't been paying attention, and by the look of our stats, that's most of you. Oh. Um, the deal is we, we Brad and I, with the help of Carol Jansen, came up with Back in the late Mesozoic, we came up with a bracket yeah. of 64 right. sidekicks. And we put it in tournament style, and they were seated and everything. And you, uh, the listeners of the podcast and people who read the blog and the Facebook page, have been voting each round. Um, and then we, we've been rolling it out round by round. Today, we're not going to do that. We're going we're gonna to give you round, the results of round four and round five. And we will tell you the two sidekicks who will compete for the title. And uh, we promise that this experiment is near an end. I think we can get this you wrapped know. up this month. I'm, I'm feeling Maybe. good. I'm feeling good. It better be. It better be. It, you know, honestly, Steve, I thought you were going to record a show while I was gone, but uh, I, I would, I would love me, to try to. You minutes. missed me. Well, it, yes, and it was just I was super, <laughs> super busy at work. Um, I'm trying to launch two websites right now. It's just I won't get into the minutia of it, but let's just say I was up at five in the morning today. Working on the websites. Uh, so, uh, welcome to my world. Yeah, it is a common problem these days. Okay, Brad, you were the keeper of the results, the official results. How did things turn out in round four? First matchup for round four, the uh, bracket one final, if you will, was Cameron Fry from Ferris Bueller's Day Off versus Goose from Top Gun. And I'm really surprised that I'm not surprised at the outcome. I'm surprised at the margin. Well, I think you should be sorry, for Christ's sake. A family member dies, and you insult me. What the hell is the matter with you, anyway? Cameron Fry with 71% of the vote. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that was the final to me. Dave, who did you vote for? Absolutely Cameron Fry. He's, you know, that's yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that's a shame. Goose, yeah. Goose pulled a uh, tough match right there. Yeah, so. I think he last time we saw Goose, he was in a flat spin heading out to sea. <laughs> too, too soon? I was always going to end too early for Goose. <laughs> it's been 30 years. I was going to say. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure I voted for Cameron, but I kind of did that because I realized I have a son named Cameron. I have a classic car that I don't let him drive. I'm trying to make sure that he doesn't drive it into a ravine to get my attention sometime. What did I do? You killed the car. He's in the next room, and he just said, no promises. <laughs> next matchup. Okay, next matchup. Short round from Temple of Doom, Eating Monkey Brains, and Tooling Around India versus Inyega Montoya, Master Swordsman from The Princess Bride. And short round, who's shown remarkable resilience in this bracket, is going home. I do not mean to pry, but you don't by any chance happen to have six fingers on your right hand. Inyega Montoya. You killed this bracket. Prepare to move on. <laughs> Was it a close one? Well, 45% to 55%, so not that close. Okay, that's good. But it was it was okay. a respectable showing by Mr. Round. Yeah, he made it a lot further. I didn't expect him to make it past round one. I so know, amazing, amazing. Okay, next, next matchup. Next matchup is uh, Chewbacca from, maybe you've heard of it, Star Wars. <laughs> versus Bryce and Cliff from 16 Candles. Again, Bryce and Cliff, uh, they are the mid-major who's just thrilled to make it into the round of eight. 
They're going home. Whoa. Chewbacca moves on with 72% uh, of the vote. Jeez. Wow. 28% of the people still are hung up on Bryson Cliff. Well, yeah, black and white really does capture the moment, let's face it. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I, I honestly can't remember which one of those I voted for because I was such a 16 Candles fan. Yeah. I honestly can't remember which, how I did. And I'm kind of torn because I've never been a big Chewbacca supporter. You put that on a t-shirt, Brad. <laughs> Uh, Actually, did you see someone has published? Maybe it's the official Star Wars stuff. Um, Star Wars election T-shirts, yes, and it's yes. like uh, you know Chewbacca Solo 2016, and the, and the quote <laughs> is "Let the Wookie win." I suggest a new strategy, R2. Let the Wookie win. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this. I, I was kind of tempted to get some. Yeah. I think I bought three Star Wars T-shirts last week. I'm still waiting for them to be delivered. So, by the way, I, I guess we've all seen the. Uh, Star Wars trailer now for uh, The Force Awakens? Oh, yes. Like three or four times. Yeah. Did you get chills when you saw the uh, final scene? Oh, I love that. I did. Actually, I just was through the whole thing. I think it's a really well done trailer. I, the the Star Destroyer, you know, skeefed into the planet surface. and Oh, my gosh. It's fantastic. I swear, though, that that, that first 30 seconds of it is like straight out of J.J. Uh, Abrams' reboot of Star Trek. Okay. I like I, that too. I know, but I'm just saying it, it's almost like it could have been the ex- exact same scene. But um, uh, you know, it was obviously it. nice to see you know Han and Chewie at the very end. Yeah. But there's a video that's circulating around that uh, from uh, Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim. They're showing the trailer, and you can hear the crowd's reaction. Right. And so I posted it on my Facebook page, and when uh, Han and Chewie come on the screen, you can see all these little fists go up in the air, like yeah. <laughs> So I'm surprised I, you can hear in the room. I can't imagine how loud they'd have to have the trailer up so that for all you the can hear it's cheering. A good thing. It's, a, it's a fun video. Actually, I've watched that video more often than I've watched the, the trailer itself. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm delaying the inevitable here. What's the next matchup? The next matchup. I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future's ones, twos, threes, and etc. Versus Hobson from Arthur. It means that this damn thing doesn't work at all. Doc Brown, 61% of the vote. It's moving on. I like that one because uh, that's my man. <laughs> I'm a Back to the Future guy. Yeah. As much as I love Hobson, I loved Hobson. But I just got to go with uh, my favorite movie. So I, I still maintain <laughs> that there's just – in my mind, it's like you know a sidekick when you see one. And to me, I don't know if – I don't never thought of Doc Brown as being a sidekick. I always thought of him as being like a, a co-star you know, yeah. or like a yeah. – but but you'll, whatever. you'll notice, Dave, that he waits until we're in round four to present these arguments against. The no, I think in the I, I never thought I never thought Doc Brown would make it this far either. So, but I mean, Hobson is He's a popular I mean, character. Yeah. Hobson is. I mean, Arthur is a very old movie now. I think it was at 1981 or something like that. Yeah. So it really suffers from the fact that you don't see it every weekend on AMC and stuff right. like that. I mean, it's just he's Hobson's lucky he made it this far. So. But like his character, he he's going to die short of the finale. Yeah. Um, so who does that leave us? So what are the matchups now then? So the first matchup of the final four is Cameron Fry from Ferris Bueller's Day Off versus Inigo Montoya from The Princess Bride. Okay. And the second matchup is uh, Chewbacca versus Doc Brown. Okay. And through the magic of technology, we have already put that round, that matchup out there, and people have actually voted, and we have the results. Oh, we've arrived in the future. Uh, okay, so 
Yes, as it turns out, we have round five voting here. And I have to say, voting is getting lighter and lighter as we get through the rounds. I think when people's favorite characters die off, then people stop voting. But hopefully we can get at least 10 or 15 people to vote in the final. (laughs) That'd be nice. So the first matchup is Cameron Fry from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off uh, versus Inigo Matoya. What do you think, Steve? Well, I, I know I voted for Cameron. Well, who'd you vote for, Dave? Absolutely, Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me three, for the reasons we discussed earlier. And so did 66% of the voters. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT, California. Less than 100 were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love, it is his passion, it is his fault he didn't lock the garage. So Cameron nice. Fry is into the finals. He was you our top seeded. That, yeah, so that, if nothing else, that means we picked the right number one seed. Um, the other matchup was a lot closer. Uh, Chewbacca versus Doc Brown, both beloved characters. I think that perhaps uh, 80s Nation has taken Han Solo's advice. <laughs> Let the Wookiee win. 52%. Oh, wow. Chewbacca's through. It was seven votes. Wow. Seven wow. votes. Yeah, it was close. So, okay, so so Dave, who did you, did you still stick with Doc Brown for this one? Uh, yeah, I did because, like I said, it's my favorite movie. And although I love um, Star Wars, I, I've just, I haven't seen them in a long time. <laughs> it's been a good 10, 15 years since I've seen those movies. What? Uh, what? Hey, lots of other movies out there. Uh, I just, I, you're, you're not wrong. Last, last weekend, I went to uh, Best Buy and, and bought the first three movies on Blu-ray. Finally, I mean, because for, for the longest time now, I've just been like, well, I'll just wait till it comes on a you know, spike marathon or something like that. But I, I couldn't wait. I had to see Empire one more time. So I, uh, I spent the 44 bucks it cost for those three. Well, and they just released the new digital versions in the, like in the iTunes yeah, store and stuff too. So. I, I, just, I, like, I like to have them on... Yeah, I like to, I'm with you. I like to have the hand. I like to have the disc. Yeah. Wow. So, so for the finale, it is going to be Fry versus Chewy. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, but that comes down to less than ten votes. I think that one's closer than last year's final. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't you forget about me against some nameless. I can't I even remember. remember who. I don't even remember I, who I remember. the finalist was. But oh they, it was like seventy-five percent. They just got crushed. Yeah. And I mean. I'm going to make a case right now. I think I don't mean to be a jerk or anything. I'm going to, I'm going to vote for Cameron because I like my uh, movie sidekicks to actually speak a language I can understand. <laughs> so um, just because you've never been to Kashyyyk and taken taken the translator courses, no. I just that's I, I'm going to that if it weren't for the fact that I can't understand a word that he's saying, he might do a little bit better. I mean, he's definitely a great movie sidekick, but in my mind, I you know. I might vote for him if he'd aged a little bit in between all those movies. I mean, you look in the trailer we were just talking about, and Han Solo looks a little older. Chewie, not a gray hair on him. I hate that <laughs> bastard. How, are they, how, long are, how long are Wookiees supposed to live? Uh, is anyone familiar with the lifespan of a Wookiee? Put that on a say. t-shirt, too, while you're at it. Obviously, uh, about 38, 40 years. <laughs> so, wow, anyway. So, <laughs> anyway. So, anyway, so when we post the pod, by, by the time that you listen to this podcast... And you go to our Facebook page, you should also see the uh, form to vote for the final round, thus ending this social experiment once and for all, or at least until 2016. <laughs> Bringing it into a harsh landing. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we can move on from there, and uh, that'll be fun. 
you know what else would be fun right now? The Sixers. Ah, uh, the mystical refrain of reader mailbag. Uh, we have a letter today from Shazam, also in St. Louis. Is, is he your neighbor, Dave? Uh, a couple doors down. Yeah. And it's a small town. It's a very right? small town. Um, you have to think back to the last episode that we did, which feels like it was six months ago. But there was a question from Just Drew, who is you know our frequent co-host, and he was trying to get movie ideas for his daughter f- from the eighties because his daughter would had, like. Yeah, for them to watch together. Yeah, he, like she, you know, she's reaching the age where she appreciates those now, and he'd run out of suggestions. So we gave him some, but it sounds like Shazam has some more. So, uh, Brad, take it away. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so Shazam writes, Hey, guys, here's a few movie suggestions for just Drew and his daughter. Question first, what is she like? Is she artsy? Is she trendy? Is she a party girl? <laughs> she doesn't like horror, but what does she like? Well, I don't. I don't know that I've ever met Drew's daughter, but I know that she is into uh, theater. She does a lot of. Uh, I see Drew posting like she's in a chorus line, or she's in this, she's in that. So, um, you know, you may draw your conclusions from that as you will. Um, but here's uh, here's Shazam's list. So he offers up the following: Pranes, Pranes. <coughs> Hello, planes, trains, and automobiles. She's having a baby. Eh. Uh, Amadeus. That's probably a good one. Airplane and Airplane 2. I think that may be the first time anybody's ever recommended Airplane, airplane. 2 to someone. <laughs> That's true. I can't remember the last time I even thought about it. The bombs you feel are asteroids smashing into the hull of this ship. Also, we're flying without a navigational system and can't oh, seem to change funny. course. Miss, are you telling us absolutely everything? Not exactly. We're also out of coffee. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, the Last Emperor. Uh, this is Spinal Tap. Yes. Yeah, I need to actually watch that with my son because um, we were at Stonehenge and I was making Stonehenge <laughs> jokes and he wasn't getting them. And I'm like, I have failed as a parent. I failed as a parent. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, who, fra- who framed Roger Rabbit? Let me say that again. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Lady Hawk. Didn't you just have something on Lady Hawk? Lady, Lady Hawk just turned 30 years old. Wow. The soundtrack is awful. The soundtrack is also very much 30 years old. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's a product of its time. It's so yeah. bad. Oh. Um, when Harry Met Sally, A Fish Called Wanda, Raising Arizona. That's a good call. Um, Arthur. Now uh, Shazam is pandering to Spears. Uh, <laughs> Field of Dreams. Broadcast News. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm going to bet they've seen that. Uh, Tootsie, and lastly, Strange Brew, because sometimes all you need is a stupid comedy to make it all right. Uh, also, you asked listeners why they voted for Short Round over Willard. Shazam has the answer here. <laughs> and I quote, because Footloose sucked and I'd rather watch Temple of Doom. What? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's all Shazam has for us. Wow. Today. Um uh, I think she's too young for When Harry Met Sally. I think that's something yeah. you appreciate a little older. Um, Field of Dreams, I find females don't tend to... Um, don't connect with the material. Yeah. Um, Broadcast News is a movie I totally love. Um, but I, yeah, I don't... Journalism majors. From a, 16, uh, from a 16-year-old standpoint, I don't know right. if that works. Tootsie is um, so dated. Um 
I oh, yeah, I've watched seen that last it. night actually. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's it's very much an early early eighties movie. Um, yeah, but you know, still a good one. So anyway, good suggestions. Some of those movies I haven't yeah. thought about in a long time. So cool, excellent. Um, as always, send in your emails to us. Um, the email address is sit80s at gmail.com. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. Uh, you know the drill here. We will play a snippet of a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it right, uh, Brad will read your name, and we will enter you into the drawing for the Stuck in the 80s bottle opener. So have you, are we all caught up sending out bottle openers? Uh, I sent out three or four before I went on vacation. I think I just got an, an email address or a, a physical address from the last winner yeah. today. Yeah, I sent one to you. So I'll send that out this week. Coolio. Okay, pay attention. Here's the clip from our last show. Do you teach algebra and biology and English here? <laughs> of course. Those are his needs. Ah, that's Mask, which also turned 30 years old this uh, summer. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's Cher, given the principal piece of her mind. I, I think, still think she's a better actress than, than a singer. Uh, yeah, I think so. But uh, I might be alone in that. Uh, anyway, read some of the winners. Yeah, I, actually, I was afraid this was too obscure a pick, but I'm glad some people got it. Uh, winners this week include Crisco Kid from Salt Lake City, Tom It's Not a Tumor in tumor. Austria, <laughs> Doc in Nashville, Troy Sag, Rush Crest, Silvio in Winter Springs, Florida, Julie H., Kevin Pipe Wench, Amy in San Fran, but a Valley Girl at Heart, Kurt Not in Dirty Jersey, but on Vacation in Orlando, Lisa Brown, and Howard in Fremont. Interesting. Uh, Silvio in Winter Springs. That's probably, I think, the first time we've gotten any email from Winter Springs. That's about, oh, 10 miles from here yeah. as the crow flies, the coconut-laden swallow. Um, <laughs> I've, I've driven through it's it a couple times. by the husks. I've driven through it by a couple times, but yeah, I can't. That's, it's great to have local listeners. Absolutely. Um, pay attention. Here's our clip for this week. I am Italian. Sono Italiano in spirito. If you know it, email us at sit80s at gmail.com, steve in the 80s at gmail.com, or brad in the 80s at gmail.com. Ah, the mystical refrain of name that 80s tune. Ah, the old traditional standby uh, seggy. It's what makes all wrongs right in this world. Mm-hmm. It's like a salve <laughs> for what, what ails you. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a wild turkey for my empty dry gullet. Uh as you know, it's the same deal. We'll play a snippet of a song this time from the 80s. And you will also, winners, get entered into the drawing for the bottle opener. Pay attention. Here's our clip from our last show. Yeah, that's Night Shift by the Commodores. Brad, did you think so many people would get this one? I, I kind of thought it would. Well, I mean, it was a big hit, um, but I mainly I was I was not trying to be obscure. I was trying to introduce some R and B into our uh, name that eighties oh, tune yeah. library because yeah. we've been very light on the R and B. Yeah, I thought about doing. A I whole got this show. one right away. It's one of my favorites. Really? Oh, it's a great song. I remember Brad was like texting me when he was putting the show together, and I, it was like late at night, and I might have been under the influence of something. <laughs> brown and cold and um he's like night shift by commodores i'm like what 
I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I don't even like that song. I want to hear Night Shift by the by Quarter Flash. What are you talking about? I just I started a fight with them for no, for no reason. And then people started emailing in saying, Night Shift, Night Shift by Commodores. I'm like, what is everybody talking about? And then I, it's like, did Brad tell show people? You, Steve pays a lot of attention to the show when he's putting it together. I don't understand why everyone's mad at me. But anyway. Stop shouting. It's, I, mean, it I just hurts. want to sit in my chair. <laughs> uh, someday we'll do a whole show or a couple of shows on R&B and everything will be right in the world uh-huh. in the meantime read some winners Brad okay winners this week include Dr. Jean-Marc Bovey Marie in Bradenton Florida I haven't heard from her in a while uh, Chris Cooling, Chris in Kansas Salvador A. Lardamita PJ Vareccia Tim in Harrisburg DJ in Clinton Kevin Eleven Peter Ryan Oswaldo Jimenez Jonathan Thompson, John in Phoenix, Ken, Ken Ward, is that really you? Marlon, that's Marlon, Brad, not Martin. Marlon from Fort Worth, Matt in Connecticut, Paul from Return to the 80s, Carol Jansen, and Joseph Perdue. Okay, time to pick a winner for the bottle opener. And it looks like it's going to be Howard in Fremont. Excellent. Nice job. All right. Well played, Howard in Fremont. So you know the drill, Howard. You have to send us a snail mail address, uh, and we will, within the next three months. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now. (laughs) Three weeks, maybe. Three weeks. Within the next month, we'll get you a bottle opener. We promise. In the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us at sit80s at gmail.com, steve in the 80s, or brad in the 80s at gmail.com. And then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Cruise back to the 80s on the first ever 80s cruise. Seven days in the most radical party to ever hit the high seas with a totally awesome lineup of artists that define the sound of the decade. Join Huey Lewis in the News, Richard Marks, Starship, Cool in the Gang, A Flock of Seagulls, Modern English, Naked Eyes, Tiffany, Wang Chung, and Jessie's Girl, the ultimate 80s party band, and the original MTV VJs, Nina Blackwood, Mark Goodman, and Alan Hunter. As we cruise to exotic ports of call like Grand Turk, San Juan, St. Thomas, and the private island of Half Moon Key, you can't miss this. Sailing from February 28th through March 6th, 2016, for the most gnarly vacation ever. For more information, log on to the80scruise.com or call 844-384-8080. Arby's is doing the French dip. Everyone's dipping into Arby's fantastic new French dip sandwich. We dip it at Arby's. You'll go overboard for the hottest sandwich in town. Loads and loads of lean trim roast beef on a long hearth-baked roll. Pick it up and dip it into hot natural beef juices and you're doing the French dip. Come in and dip it. French dip is one of Arby's four new deli specialties. From Arby's. America's roast beef. Yes, sir. Come in and dip it. And we're back. And this just in, Wookiees live a couple hundred years. <laughs> it's good to know. How'd you find that out, Brad? Uh, I, I went His to Wikipedia. I went to Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> hashtag dad joke. <laughs> Jeez. 
So the big news, obviously, because Dave Dirt's on the show, that means we must be getting ready. We must be getting ready by now for the hair metal episode. So, so Dave, what yeah, do you? I think by mid 2016 we'll be all set. Yes. <laughs> so, Dave, what do you have in, in store for this uh, hair metal episode of yours? Well, we are going to get down into the nitty and the gritty of the Sunset Strip. I've already spent an inordinate amount of time teasing my now graying hair, and the noxious fumes <laughs> of Aquanet are burning my eyes. But we're going to cover everything from the birth of Glam to its uh, brutal death by Nirvana. Oh. Everything from Alias to Zebra. <laughs> good oh, one. nice. Now, now, let me ask you a couple questions. Would you consider Van Halen to be a hair metal band? No, 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 no. But Poison would be. Absolutely. And what about um, Twisted Sister? It's kind of a gray area there. <laughs> I think not, they not were more my metal, remaining but, hair. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think they were more metal, but obviously the, their appearance. I mean, you got to go with with uh, glam there. Yeah. What about yeah. Quiet, scary glam? What about Quiet Riot? I think there's another in between there. I think they were more metal and just kind of became popularized, you know, because of. Uh, just metal in general being more uh, popular. I don't want to steal too much from the show, but in your mind, um, outside the Sunset Strip, did hair metal? Were there any other epicenters of hair metal outside the Sunset Strip? Well, there's quite a few uh, up in you know New York, New Jersey area. I mean, you had your you know Cinderellas and and things like that, and and just all over there were little bitty pockets. But obviously, you know, Los Angeles being Los Angeles, yeah, we're sh- we're shallow, we're noisy. <laughs> You know, it's perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Interesting. Well, we can't wait to do it. Hopefully, we'll do it in the next month or so. Or so. <laughs> got to wrap. We got to wrap up this, this tournament thing. Huh? Wrap up this tournament. I got to get these two websites done. Um, probably have a liver transplant, something like that, and then everything will be fine. And then we'll be we'll be back with that. Can't wait. In the meantime, don't forget go to the um, Facebook page for Stuck in the Eighties. Uh, vote. For the final round, Chewbacca versus uh, Cameron Fry. And we will finally put this dog to death. That sounds oh, horrible. Man, that's awful. <laughs> I feel bad that now. That's awful. Peter will be contacting you soon. That's great. I, <laughs> yeah, and to ask, you know, Association just, for Prevention to Cruelty of the Animals. 300 stupid things I've ever said on the show. That's probably going to rank me in top five. I think we got the number one seed for that tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm smart enough to, to redo things, but I'm just going to let that one lie. I'm going to let that dog lie there. Oh, <laughs> seriously, you're going back to the well on that? You're a bad person. Oh. Okay, so yeah, so vote. Let's get this over with. Let's move on. Let's do some hair metal. Let's have a good time in 2015. And as always, hey, Dave, thanks for joining us. We can't wait to have you back. Yeah, very good. Along with Dave Dirt, Brad, and myself, we remain here, hopelessly, stuck in the 80s. It's the Stuck in the 80s is a class of 85 production. Please listen responsibly. The-